welcome to healing circle talks once again before we begin um, we'll start with the guidelines healing circles they are built on the foundation of kindness and respect we all agree to treat each other with kindness and respect listen with compassion and curiosity we honor each other's unique way of healing and don't presume to advise or fix or try to save each other we hold all the stories shared in the circle within us and we trust each one of us has guidance we need within us and we rely on the power of silence to access it so welcome once again today we have um, siddharth ghosh as a speaker with us and he is popularly known as flying siddharth he is also a cancer coach a transformer a marathon runner a biker and a traveler by passion he has been a runner since 2008 and has participated in several marathons post his cancer treatment He has been featured in Star Sports, Believe Me Story, Your Story, and several other media houses. He wrote a book, Cancer as I Know It, in the year 2019 after completing five years of his cancer journey. The book was launched by Indian Authors Association Amazon in 13 countries, and he joins us today in our Healing Circle talks and shares about how he defeated cancer. So. Um, Welcome, uh, Siddharth, once again. And this is a favorite line, but I read about you and your story. That I want to share with everyone. Um, he says that he believes that we are not fighting cancer, but the fear of cancer. The word itself has become so scary that people think if you have cancer, then life is over. But that is not the case. What's most important is to be positive and fight it head on. Let the doctors do their job. Your attitude decides whether you are a winner or a victim. cancer may have started the fight but it's i who finished it so beautiful um, uh, way what you have written uh, siddharth and uh, heads off to you for your inspiring amazing journey i will request you to begin the circle uh, sharing about yourself hey uh, 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 thank you very much and i feel really honored to be a part of this uh, session uh but i think uh, i mean you i mean i have not been introduced so well uh, in, in any of the forum so i think uh, you've said already a lot of things about me so yes i mean uh, just to reiterate uh, i was uh, detected uh, with cancer in the year 2014 in february ironically after i ran a full marathon in mumbai so it was within a month of that when i was detected so i was obviously uh, was uh, was not sure what happened and uh, when i spoke to when the doctors also uh, shared this uh, i mean the first re- uh, question to me was that you would have been very lethargic uh, i mean short of breath and you must be very i mean very tired and i said i was like no i mean 28 days before i was running a marathon in fact uh, the day before i played a corporate cricket match so obviously those things were not uh, those symptoms were not at all uh, visible in my case and they were like they were quite surprised that okay i mean this is very strange uh, because this is not what the report says and there's a big uh, uh, cancerous growth inside your right kidney so, i mean it was 99% cancerous unless it would have been proved otherwise but eventually in the histology histopathology report it came out to be cancer stage 2 so so that's how uh, things started and uh, i mean i was uh, i i mean uh, belonging to a doctor's family i had that leisure and uh, 
access to uh, one of the best doctors so uh, i mean uh, when we when we initially started with the investigation there was nothing which was coming out but my my mom was very keen that if if you have uh, blood in urine and it's been less something is definitely wrong and uh, we did our we, the investigations went for 4 5 days finally fifth day it came out that yes there is a big growth uh, cancerous growth in kidney which has gone vascular which has got some blood supply and it bursted one day and uh, that's how the thing started and then i mean uh, i i spoke to different doctors across the world uh, in, in two three countries as well and everybody said that uh, we need to open you up and see what's inside before that uh, we cannot comment so then we decided to go for a surgery and uh, the surgery went for like 6 hours and they took out a lot of stuff i say use the word stuff right now not organs but yeah kidney was definitely one of the biggest organ they took out along the road of peripheral issues and uh, that's how it is so and then um, i mean i when when i started uh, this thing uh, i mean when i was when i came back from the surgery i was on bed for like over 3 months and uh, the biggest challenge that i had was there were no support groups people were not willing to talk about it openly uh people were not willing to share that they had cancer because it was still taken as a stigma and uh, that was a time when i started to i started writing a blog and uh, within 6 uh, months people from from around 25 countries joined the blog and we had good number of people exchanging messages but the saddest part was people from india were the least they still thought and it's still it's, i mean things have started to change now but in the last 5 years what i have seen is wherever i have gone to uh, attend uh, any session where i have gone as a speaker as a motivational speaker or anywhere it is the same set of four five people i find everywhere so those four five people are there everywhere because they have been vocal about it i mean i was vocal from the day one i mean i was of i mean i didn't had any bad habits i used to run marathons i still run marathons i used to play cricket i mean and i believe in very simple thing yuvraj singh is the biggest example of all of us right one of the 11 fittest men in the country i would say if he can have it anybody in the world can neil armstrong right i mean everybody can uh, i mean uh, lance armstrong so he's not neil armstrong <laughs> so, <laughs> so i mean that's that's so that's that is where i uh, i mean that's the time when i realized and i made a promise to myself that if they can do it and more importantly they can not only fight it but then go back to the same level right it's very important so i said if they can do it i can also do it and i'm going to do it but yes i had a very i had very tough times earlier because even climbing fourth stairs after the treatment even standing below the shower for 10 minutes was difficult for me and the 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 thing that always uh, kind of Uh, disturbed me also to a certain extent that four months ago I was running a full marathon, and believe me, full marathon is not a joke. If you have to run forty-two kilometers, it's not a joke. It it requires a lot of physical training as well as a lot of mental training, right? So that was the time where I I mean I I used to think I don't know whether I'll be able to go do that as well or not, but that is the 
training that I did. I did a lot of uh, self-awareness. I went through a lot of, I mean, I, there were a lot of people that actually had uh, played different roles in my life. My my mom being my biggest pillar, unfortunately, she passed away last year. Uh, I mean, she was my biggest strength, my dog. In fact, he passed away four months ago. He was 14 and a half. So, I mean, I've had uh, these emotional setbacks in the last uh, one year or so. But yeah, so he was also one of my biggest strengths. I mean, sitting next to me, even if I'm not well in the middle of the night, he used to be next to me. Right? So those things, my friends, they really helped me. And uh, a lot of things which, uh, I mean, a lot of things which people at times don't realize is that sometimes even these Bollywood movies have a lot of impact on you. So I, I, I still remember, I mean, I always quote these two things in wherever I speak. So one is that if you, if people would have seen Munna Bhai, right? I, I, I'm sure everybody has seen that. I don't, I haven't come across anyone who hasn't seen that. <laughs> so very clearly the first dialogue that uh, uh, Sanjay Dutt says is, his body mein bahut saman fit kare lai. Right? And this is exactly what I realized that, I mean, after my surgery, when they removed one kidney, three arteries, four veins, uh, uh, some peripheral tissues, and even after everything was removed, I'm still standing. Right? And so that's, that is the case that body mein bahut kuch hai, but still, even after taking it out, right, you can still survive and you can have a very healthy and normal life. That's that's that was one of things that I always remember. I don't know it comes to my mind. And the one of the and the second one of the best movies. And I'm I have also not come across who hasn't even seen that movie. That's Jab We Met. Now everybody has seen that movie. Now people always remember Jab We Met for the role that um, uh, Karina Kapoor has done, right? But I don't remember it for that moment i will always remember it for that moment when shahid kapoor came back to address his board members he comes to the dais and says sorry galti ho gayi i know our stocks are the lowest our products have failed investors have gone right there are no products in the market we have hit rock bottom ab jo hoga acha hi hoga and I don't know when I saw the movie, life, I could relate it directly. I mean, my personal life had gone for a toss. My health had gone for a toss. My professional life had gone for a toss. And I was like, Ab So I always remember that movie that, that actually gave me a lot of uh, insight and to look into myself. Right, so that is how I kind of uh, I I started to work on myself. Uh, also, I think your friends play a very very important role, yeah. And your family members, and it is very important to throw away people from your life who bring negativity, whether they are family members, whether they are your relatives, just throw them away. You would find. Every a lot of people would come and show sympathy to you, right? Sympathy is something that's the worst thing that you can show to anybody. Be empathetic, but don't be sympathetic. And I have had some of my bunch of my best friends who were there with me throughout this. 
I mean, I still remember. Uh, uh, I, I've written these these things in my book as well. So I always uh, quote. So when I was being discharged from the hospital after seventh or tenth day after the surgery, so two of my friends, both of them are jats. Right. So both both of them. I mean, their typical language. So they were. Uh, so I had a lot of blood loss. So they had replaced. So you have to replace the blood in the blood bank. Right. So I asked both of them to give and donate blood. So they donated the blood, and ironically, their hemoglobin was lesser than mine even after the surgery. So they were like, "अरे हमें कौन देना चाहिए? तुझे देना चाहिए." And one of them said, "कि यार तुम बंगालीज को कोई काम नहीं है." जैसे सुभाष चंद्र बोस यूज टू से तुम मुझे खून दो मैं तुम्हें आजादी दूंगा बैठने आया बस तू जल्दी से कर फिर अपना घूमने चलते हैं अपना कहीं चलेंगे एंड ऑल दैट सो दोस्ट काइंड ऑफ रिमाइंडिंग अबाउट दोस्ट कॉलेज डेज एंड ऑल दैट राइट सो सो आई थिंक दे प्लेड अ वेरी वेरी इंटीग्रल रोल इन माय लाइफ फर्स्ट टू व्हाट आई एम टुडे आई मीन अदरवाइज आई आल्सो केम अक्रॉस पीपल हो से तो कर्मों का फल होता है सब यही भुगत के जाना है कुछ किया होगा हाँ हाँ जो किया होगा यही भुगत के जाएंगे डोंट वरी राइट बट दैट इज नॉट समथिंग So, so I think uh, I think positivity is something which is which is very important. I still get goosebumps when I go to I mean I, when I go back to uh, those days, and it's like I always say it is okay to cry on a few days. It is okay to be sad. You don't. I mean we all are, we all are humans, right? So obviously, when when I take my case, the first question to me was why me. and obviously nobody has an answer unless and until it is kind of lifestyle triggered right you know someone has a habit of too much of smoking but ironically in these last 5 6 years when i have worked with so many people i have never come across uh, somebody who who has a who's a chain smoker and he's got lung cancer i've not come across anybody who drinks like like hell and has got a liver cancer i've never come across फ्लोरिडा now myos clinic are uh, the experts in my kind kind of cancer who have been uh, studying these cases for the last 20 years so when i send them my reports they gave me some astonishing facts and i was speaking on a call with the scientists i think it's almost like 5 years back only so i was speaking to them and a few things that they said one said uh, that uh, in your age this kind of a cancer is rare it happens in like 50s or 60s secondly even in asian um, a people of asian origin not only india we found it very very less it's not very very common and third and the most important thing is what we realized from our research that there is a gene called nptx2 in the brain when it gets super ex- 
expressive or aggressive it triggers cancer in the kidney so i was like i i took a pause and said uh, i think the only uh, positive conclusion that i can uh, make out of it is which means kidney cancer patients definitely have brains right if it's linked to your so that's so i said at least my parents would be happy about it and they were like i we haven't come across somebody who could relate it in this way i said that's the only logical reason otherwise so he says ke we we can't give you a logical reason some day maybe you were too sad or maybe you were too happy when this gene got triggered so not in your hands but that's how we i mean we can that's how our research says and that was the end of where i wanted to even get into the details that why it happened to me i said i don't think i'll get an answer even when i spoke to my mom also she used to say uh, that if something has got so if you get into what causes cancer there are like 35 40 reasons you'll find uh, listed uh, at different journals locations so my my mom she was a gynae herself she was a she was a doctor as well so she used to say if anything has got 40 reasons right it means we don't know the real reason it's as simple as that so there is no point that you should try to find out answers of something which is which is not which nobody knows about it right so it's better to move on and see how you can kind of uh, i mean change certain things in you which will make you a more positive and a better person that is what you should look forward to and uh, other thing uh, you as you you rightly said this is what i have realized in the last 5 6 years is that most of us are not fighting cancer we're actually fighting the fear of cancer because if you see even the cancer says can it can it doesn't say cannot right it's like it's like cancer is something where it i mean i the first reaction of the people is oh, cancer ho gaya ab to gaya oh ho oh, oh. so they will be more like oh ho oh, cancer ho gaya to yaar iska batna mushkil hai so that is the reaction what people have so instead of fighting head on right it's like the fear factor of that is something that kind of uh, i mean demoralizes majority of the people yeah. so it's so it's it's very important and the other thing that i have realized in when i used to do a lot of introspective that people who have uh, i mean people who have multiple options they tend to fail i never gave any option to me i said the only option that i have is to fight it for me for me for my parents for my friends i mean if i had three four options right i could have done this that this then i don't know i would have ended somewhere else but i think that is the that is the only thing that i that drove me and that is exactly what i did after five years i decided to pen it down and the title itself says that it is my version of it right it's it's exactly what happened with me what i uh, used to i mean what i went through it's my completely my version so everybody has their own version and as i and i can say that different each cancer type is different each person is different and the way you react to that situation is very very different so you cannot have one standard protocol to be followed for everyone and that is where i realized and i mean there's one more thing which i actually and i actually got into it 
very deep is where i realized that when we are talking to cancer patients right we just focus on the patient what we don't focus is on the caregivers and that is what i always talk to a lot of people and i have spoken to so many people uh, i've spoken to sisters and brothers of people who have got cancer i've spoken to parents so if so if anybody reaches out to me that you really want to, to talk to that person to help him i said no before talking to that person i want to talk to you guys i want to know who's who's their best friend i want to know who's their best uh, i mean who who are they are comfortable talking to because what happens is that when cancer happens it doesn't happen to that person alone it happens to the entire family you go through emotional stress you go through mental stress you go to financial issues at times as well the treatment sometimes is so costly that every session leaves you with a, a deep hole in your pocket so it has a lot of issues and plus what happens is that if you do not counsel or you don't talk to the caregivers it's the cancer patient who seeing his or her death in their eyes every day and it is very important for them also to be normal and it's not easy believe me it's not easy so you we always think Okay, that what the patient is going through, he's having having a tough time. What we don't realize is what the caregivers are going through. They are staying with that person for so long. I mean, depending on what the relation is, right? So they have been with that person probably throughout their lifetime, and then such a thing happens. It's not easy for them to be normal. So you have to counsel them as well. They also need to be positive. It is very easy to say, make sure you have very positive environment, chill out, gel, right? But it's not easy. so it is very important for me i mean i am probably somebody who focuses more on the caregiver than the patient because everybody's focus is already there on the patient including the doctor the doctors even the oncologists would not come and say okay aaj patient se nahi aaj hum aapse baat kar relatives nobody would do that right because unki taraf ko dhyan nahi deta hai and that is something that i have started to do and i like to do that as well and i have seen that when i speak, speak to those people i realize they are going to maybe even a tougher time with that um, than that because there are certain finances which they are not able to manage they cannot tell to the patient the people have got professional lives right somebody's job has become at stake because of him not being able to focus because he has a patient at home right he's got that professional pressure if he loses the job to paisa aur kahan se aayega right nobody stay talking about it people are also going through a lot of emotional turmoil right so it's important that you you talk to them and see that what uh, what eases them out as well if they are emotionally strong and and they'll be able to keep that environment better in the house even if they are mentally um, disturbed right they will not it will be like a fake um, situation or a environment they'll try to make and with that everybody would come to know right so it's important that we focus on them as well rather than just the patient so that's my idea of um uh, thinking that okay this is how it has to be done and uh, i mean apart from that i think uh now those first 8 11 months when when i after 3 4 months when i started to walk and the first thing that i came to my mind was i want to be on the uh, i actually want to go back to running and do a marathon so that was probably one of the toughest times that i had because like even if you are preparing for a marathon right 
for any normal person every day is not the same one day you will be able to run 10 kilometers effortlessly after two days even running 3 kilometers becomes tough that's how that's how it happens with human body right so i'm quite i'm quite used to it right but when i was preparing for uh, and after the surgery when i was doing that there are so many things that you go through there are certain pains that you have in your stomach so your first thought is oh is it because of the surgery or is it normal or is it those normal pains which one goes through during the marathon training itself you'll realize one day like in from 2008 till now every year there is one part of my body which is kind of sore right it could be an ankle it could be a knee it could be something in the stomach something in the shoulder that happens every year it's human body so for me but this time everything was focused on my stomach because i had a very very major surgery so i think it was so i was i was um, i was preparing and i was i started to walk then i started to run and then i was not comfortable and those things happened and then eventually after uh, i think uh, five and a half months i said okay i started to um, jog a bit not at the same pace so my first aim obviously was to complete the half marathon without any injuries so and i decided deliberately not to run in my running groups because people judge you a lot when you go into running groups i never i mean after 7 years i think of my 5 years or 6 years of my running when i joined a group for the first time i heard things like what is your pb i said your pb kya hota hai like personal best i said i don't run for all these things what is your timing i said i don't care i run for myself and there people compete a lot and one of i still remember one of so when i did my uh, this thing when first marathon after cancer right i did it in almost like 2 hours 50 minutes or so but my best time is like 148 right so so normally what they people when they reach that level they're like 140 150 is like a very like an elite level where they reach so i had around 148 so one of the comment was 6 years you've been running and 250 250 then i was like that's how people judge and that is that is why decided i'm not going to run in groups so so i did uh, that during 250 the next thing that i actually wanted to do was i said half to ho gaya but ab mujhe full karna hai that is where everything started so what i did was i then said okay i i had filled up the uh, this thing skit the mumbai marathon happens in january but you need to fill up all the i mean register yourself in july itself so i did it in july but till december i wasn't sure whether i am prepared for it or not whether i should go for it or not because i had my own apprehension and especially when you're running a full marathon in mumbai and people are going from delhi this a lot of difference even for anybody who has run five five seven marathons as well one of the reasons is the weather change you now you are preparing in delhi in winters in 6 7 degrees celsius and suddenly you catch a flight in 2 hours you are you are in a temperature which is 27 degrees celsius then it is humid then uh, unlike delhi there is there is a lot of uh, tapering on mumbai because of the heavy rain so they have their road their roads are not straight like us they are like this so it puts a lot of pressure on your knees then there are a lot of flyovers right so there is a lot of things that you have to keep in mind then i had done one before i knew it and i was kind of very apprehensive but then i said okay dekha jayega so i went ahead and 
I took around almost जितना time मिलता है five and a half six hours for five hours forty five minutes or something. So that was the time when I completed it and I came back. So that is the time when my friends gave me this title and they said that uh, Milka Singh was called Flying Sikh. From today we'll call you Flying Sikh. And that's how the Flying Siddharth title came. And that is probably uh, one of the best compliments I've ever received in my life. And that is so. Now you see everything. My all my IDs, everything is with Flying Siddharth, because that reminds me that always keeps me honest and also tells me that I have actually fought this and I don't have to. I have to always raise the bar. I don't want it to. Uh, I don't want the bar to be. I mean, I don't want to compromise on these things. So. on the fitness level as well so i think that is how uh, things started and the last thing that happened which i really wanted to do and luckily it happened was that the day the year before when i was playing the corporate cricket tournament i had to leave the tournament in between after the first match and uh, on the whatsapp group and i told my um, team that uh, i have been treated with cancer and i will not be able to play nobody would believe it i mean i could see the first 10 chats were like तो कीपिंग कौन करेगा सेकंड डाउन कौन जाएगा तो देवर लाइक कंसर्न एंड देन तो वन ऑफ देम सेड ऊपर पढ़ो तो उसी क्या लिखा है उसने वो लाइक देवर टेकन अबैक कि भई ये कैसे हो सकता है सो सो आई स्टिल रिमेंबर देन एग्जैक्टली आफ्टर 333 डेज द नेक्स्ट ईयर व्हेन द टूर्नामेंट स्टार्टेड माय टीम वेलकम मी आई प्लेड क्रिकेट अगेन but obviously with a lot of precautions i had to wear a tight belt to support my stomach and all that so there was some not com- very comfortable but i played and luckily we won the tournament so this that became even more memorable that uh, we came out as winners so then that is the time i realized that now life has come a full circle from where i started and then i i mean by that time i had already started to work with a lot of ngos and i realized that the different pain areas and i started that okay how i can contribute now being a management guy i try to help uh, some ngos even raise funds i i mean when i have got access to a lot of uh, hospitals and pharmacies because my parents are doctors so i have that access. so what i have done is i go to different pharmacies and different hospitals where i pick up medicines which are about to expire but they haven't so i pick them up and give it to different ngos especially who are in palliative care where those medicines get used readily so i try to give it to them so i'm not doing any financial this thing but just helping coordinating them so that they can able to do that at times when i when uh, they when i see that the ngo needs some restructuring in organization putting some policies even just to see how they can manage themselves better so i try to help them in that way because i'm that's my that's my professional background and uh, but during these things i mean i met some wonderful people i could see that there are a lot of uh, people who are willing to help but at the same time i realize that everything is always not what looks it like not very positive and there are people have got different uh, i mean uh, intentions behind it so so that is where i i mean i i'll be very honest i will not name the ngo but uh, i still remember uh, uh, i'm sure everybody knows the million soman so he's a he's a great he, he's a good friend 
So Milind and me have been running in a lot of marathons as well. So I was one of the Pinkathon ambassadors as well. I trained a few girls as well for running the marathon. So while I was doing that, uh, I mean, a few NGOs reached out to me. Oh, now you're with the Pinkathon. So up to up, Mare Saath Nahi, okay, and all that. So it was like more like that people wanted that uh, to get more customers. That is kind of intention that they have. But then I then I told them that first of all. For you, running this NGO could be bread and butter. For me, it's not. And I'm an individual entity, and I will go anywhere I want, whenever I'm comfortable, wherever I feel like. And that is, so I even started to, I even wanted to start an NGO for kidney cancer survivors. And when I actually asked for support from the same NGO, I did not get the support because they thought probably and i was like i am not talking about every cancer i am just talking about kidney cancer because we don't have specific ngos which talk about kidney cancer and corporate don't want to get into it the reason is very simple because the numbers are low corporates can only get funding if they can show um, a good amount of data in terms of numbers and the numbers only come from breast cancer so that is why you would see 90% of the ngos talking about breast cancer breast cancer prevention cervical cancer nobody talks about specific other type of cancers because there is no money in it and the corporate would also say oh delhi mein 200 to case hai uske liye why should pay you usme dekho na jahan pe 2 lakh case ho so that's the and corporates maybe are right in their own way but the ngos so so i i was always uh, when i i mean when i met different ngos in the forum i always say that instead of being uh, a competition to each other you should complement each other that is how your intention should be but easy said than done that's not the case the ngos also compete among themselves both in terms of the number of patients maybe how much they have uh, how much funding they got how many engagements they have how many doctors they can get on the panel hey, those things are still there so uh, but that's how the world is it's not an ideal world you can't expect to uh, everybody to have work with the same intention and and i said okay yeah because i this is not bread and butter for me so i don't uh, i don't go anywhere and say there are people who go and take motivational session and they charge for it i don't i said because that's not my and maybe maybe if i would have been doing it the same maybe my my intention and things would have been different because if once it becomes my bread and butter my uh, priorities would change at this point of time it is something that i do out of my passion pure passion and nothing else so uh, i mean there are some downsides as well but that's how it is and that's where i really hope that some day things will change people might realize this but it is still a very big industry i would say as far as the corporates and everything are concerned which is bound to exist for i don't know for how long many 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 years hey uh i think i've spoken a lot no <laughs> uh. <laughs> i'm still thinking about your part of the journey uh, uh and i was reading about you and i was uh, just you know uh, relating it with what you were sharing about your part of the journey uh, and uh, i was just reading through uh, 
uh, how you uh, get, gathered your strength and how you again started gradually walking, running and then completing half marathon and then full marathon. So it's really amazing the way you led your life, the way you uh, got inspired from this disease. Um, cancer is common. Yes, we all know it. It's very common nowadays. Um, it's like BP, diabetes, uh, every other person is having it. But at the same time, uh, there are many winners, many survivors with us and uh, there are many in this circle also. So really, uh, if things can be done at the right time in the right way, then it's okay. just another disease which is here for a temporary period of time to teach us big, great lessons. But then ultimately, yeah, it's a new life which you have got and we are really, really grateful for it. So thank you for sharing your amazing, inspiring journey. And now we have some questions which we are going to ask you. So this time I'm going Definitely. to ask uh, other people uh, to ask questions to Siddharth and then I will ask my questions. So I will start with Pranabji. Good afternoon, good evening to all. And actually, I wait, I am tempted to attend this session every Sunday due to Dimpleji and the cancer warriors who are, who are coming. One hats up to Flying Sid, Siddharth, um, for your resilience, for your zeal, for your um, positivity. But one question is there, how old were you when cancer was detected? I was 34 years old that time. That time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, before detection of cancer, you were uh, in sports line, you were um, doing physical exercise and is it the reason that you could win uh, cancer at this stage? Well, the uh, simple answer to that is yes. And I can uh, tell you uh, one of the compliments which I got from my surgeon. Mm, so yeah. I still remember after two days uh, when uh, the surgeon uh, came to meet me, he said, how are you doing? So he said, I think Siddharth, the best part of you is when we opened you up, we found a 20-year-old boy inside. There was wow. no fat. There was there was no excess of fat. I mean, you had a very lean body full of muscles, maybe because of that, how your lifestyle has been. And now what happens is, especially in the case of kidney, now kidney is towards near the spine. But when they operate, they don't approach, approach, uh, approach, uh, operate it from the spine, but they operate from the stomach. So what they do is they open the stomach and they go deep 14, 15 inches. Then they come back stitching the entire uh, muscle. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they said yeah. that like in your case, uh, the stitching was very easy because you had no fat. Now imagine having a lot of fat, stitching becomes difficult. Even the healing becomes difficult. So that I think means, that lifestyle really yeah. helped me. That means with that uh, that immunity power <clears throat> or <clears throat> practicing um, exercises uh, help 
to prevent any disastrous disease also so well there are two sides to it so this is the this is a message yeah i, I, I hope so. a, yeah yeah this, this is, is the message a message but this is the message to everyone yes certainly but there there are so there are two things that i wanted to also share uh, since you brought this point so while i was talking to the myos clinic in florida when they saw the uh, size of the growth they said this growth would have taken at least 5 years to grow inside you mm-hmm. practically speaking which means for the last 5 years i was running marathons i was playing cricket i was playing football doing all my physical activities with cancer inside me and i had no clue so that's the mm-hmm. uh, i mean i i i'm still not sure whether there's the positive side or the negative side the positive side came out yeah, in yeah, surgery yeah, for yeah. sure the negative side to that which i still feel is had i not been doing these physical activities my symptoms would have come maybe after an year which took them 5 years to come and also by accident it it was yeah. because i had blood in urine otherwise i would have never gone to the doctor and um, i mean things could have been very different maybe after that and and i think uh, it would have been metastasized metastasized yes. Yes, yes definitely uh, it would have it would have gone and see the first thing you are lucky was, you, you are lucky for your body building that it has yes. not been metastasized yeah yes, yes. and uh, and hats off to your family members and friends um because the caregiving is an invisible art caregiving is an invisible art felt by the receiver yes. and and ignored and not identified by the general human being so very valid point sir i don't think i would have been able to put this in better actually, words I than was, you did i was a sole caregiver so i um i dived into deep sea deep ocean to find the jewels of uh, learning through caregiving and and i think Uh, <clears throat> cancer or any disease, non-communicable disease, teaches us many things. They are the they are the perfect teachers, and uh, we have to learn and we have to uh, convey uh, to the others uh, for their preventive measures. Yes, and yeah, uh, and you are you are living example. Sir, I couldn't have I couldn't have agreed more, and uh, I still say to people that cancer has changed me for better. I mean, I I value life more, I value relationships more. I do not lose my temper very easily, which I used to do earlier a lot. I mean, I always feel that if someone is uh, rude to you, is not uh, talking to you properly. probably has misbehaved maybe he has a bad day right yeah. so you should, should always give that benefit of doubt earlier i used to react now i try to respond so that has definitely changed and the word and the word l o v e means a lot love yes. love and hope love, these love are the hope. both yeah yeah, yeah important yeah. things to have most important. if you have these two things your i mean half of your uh, problems are solved And actually, I am in love with this love with cancer. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, thanks, uh, Pranabji. My, uh, I would request now Atulji to share any, uh, ask any question. Yeah, good evening, everyone. And uh, uh, Siddharth, it's a very, very inspiring story. I've been through something similar that you have been through. My question to you would be like, uh, what, how and like, how did you manage your physical aspect of running the marathon again? What you, what all you did to gain the strength again? What was your routine and like, how would you like to suggest us also yeah. to come back to the same uh, physical uh, strength as you had done for yourself? So, uh, I think uh, what I realized is that, I mean, I, I always knew that it's uh, that's the case, but I didn't realize it's strength till the time I actually uh, got into that state. So, I think more than physical, there's a lot of mental strength that we need to work on, right? I, I mean, and you have to uh, start taking baby steps. If you if you really want to, it, and it's not about running a marathon. I would say it's more about feeling healthy, right? For me, I think uh, my the passions that I have, like traveling, biking, is something that gives that is a meditation to me. And the similar thing is what marathon does to me. I mean, a lot of people run with music on, with those gadgets, right? Talking on the mobile phone. I'm somebody. I don't use a mobile phone that time. I don't have any gadgets. I don't listen to music. That's me time. That's how I, and that actually what it helps me to do is when I'm the after a marathon or a long run, when I get physically very tired, I'm mentally very fresh. That is the time when I do a lot of retrospection, introspection, where I talk to myself. What are the things that I may want to do in the future? What are the things that... I may want to, what things I may have done wrong, what things I could have done in a different ways, right? That kind of helps me this thing. Now, answering to specific your question in terms of your routine, I think that purely depends on your uh, body type and your kind of the goal that you have set for yourself. And keep small goals, right? If running a half marathon is like 21 kilometers, but whenever I start, preparing for marathons when you are I mean if you don't run for three months you're actually zero I mean you're at ground zero again where like you're like any other guy the only thing that you will be able to train yourself better than the other person would be some of your previous experience and your mental strength otherwise physical strength has gone down if you have not run for three months so what you do is you start with a 30 minutes walk first right 30 minutes walk maybe morning evening and then after one or two days, you start saying, okay, in 30 minutes, I'm going to run two minutes. I'm going to walk for three minutes. And I'm going to run for two minutes. I'm going to walk for three minutes. You realize in 30 minutes, you actually ran for like eight minutes out of 30. Just fine. So then what you have to do is you have to increase that, thir thir that eight to 20 out of 30. And then you increase your 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And then say so from 45 minutes, I want to run for like, 30 minutes and then you see you are my aim is today is to just run for 30 minutes it doesn't matter whether you cover five kilometers or two kilometers that's how you start so you you try to you condition your mind and that is how you start slowly and slowly 
and the time comes when you realize that okay even running 10 kilometers is just like a, a piece of cake but it depends on but you have to train continuously but be mindful as i said earlier also if you ran 5 kilometers 2 days ago now today is a new day you may not be able to run even two so don't get uh, disheartened don't get demotivated it's human body it happens it happens with the professionals as well now the with us is because we have a history behind us right that is kind of uh, i mean we always try to link it to that so mm-hmm. so so just follow a routine set a routine for yourself and very importantly when you get into a running routine when you are running running 5 7 10 kilometers every day you don't have to run every day i mean your routine has to be only run 3 or 4 times a week never run 6 days a week or 7 days a week we have to use our body not abuse it our human body is not meant to run 10 15 kilometers every day not like that but when you start doing that and the moment you start enjoying it you would realize it makes you i mean it's for me it's like a meditation and that's why i kind of enjoy it a lot so a lot of people yaar main to 2 km bhag ke bore ho gaya yaar main wapas aa gaya mera aisa nahi hota now the other thing that i like to do it is if i am getting into that state to main kya karta hu i go uh, in areas uh, like in chanakya puri or there or maybe towards india gate where i take where i park my car here and i go 3 km straight ab 3 km gaya hu to wapas to aana hi padega na right <laughs> rather than ek ground hai jo ki 100 meters ka ground hai maine uske panch chakkar kaate kya main to thak gaya yaar so chalo car samne khadi hai baitho aur chal do if my car is 3 km away i have to go back if if i will not run i will walk right hey right. so that's how you kind of uh, uh, condition yourself I hope I've answered your question, sir. Yes, thank you very much, Siddharth, for your answer. And I really like it that you said that when you are physically tired, then you are mentally very, very uh, fresh. Yeah. That is what happens with me also. Uh, when I do yoga and I do pranayam, after that I feel very fresh. And even after meditation, you are really, really very, very energetic. So thanks for putting that point. and yes it is more of mental thing than the physical thing that also is yeah very well put thank you, thank you very much thank you yeah. so that um, you talk a lot about mental aspects of um, of this journey and uh, so uh, i have a question around that how can people help the cancer patients going through the mental trauma after the diagnosis or also the side effects of treatment and this aspects is usually neglected so how can we spread awareness about focusing more on this so and also um, what a family can do for somebody who has cancer and going through the breakdown see i think uh, for mental strength i think the best uh, the first thing to do it which a lot of people kind of ignore is i mean they they don't want to accept the fact that it has happened the very important thing which i realized and i'm all saying is because i have gone through it right so i mean so first thing is accept the facts i mean you have to accept it that it has happened i mean if you you stay in a mode of denial things will never kind of uh, move in a positive direction for you so one is that 
I mean, stay, I mean, accept the facts. Second thing, I have written that in uh, my book as well. And my mom always used to say this, and I quote this everywhere, that you hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. So you always think positive, but at the same time, you should be watchful. Of, and you should have the information from the right sources. Internet is the worst thing in this. Because anybody who writes an article that gets published and people start following it. Unless and until it has been published by a journal with, with reference to the doctor and all the details and a certified doctor of that particular um, domain, please don't uh, follow everything and anything that you put on the internet. So any article that I also put in, which has some medical reference, I always put the reference of the doctor's name at the journal. Because I'm not a certified doctor. Tomorrow, if someone asks me, I will not say, I'm not the right person to comment on. So it's important. So one is accept the fact. Secondly, hope for the best. Be prepared for the worst. And then I think it's your, you need to talk to your family members. You talk to your friends what you're going through. It is okay that you have a lot of anger inside you. It is okay you are very anxious. It is okay you are very, very sad. That's all right. But what's important is what happens after that. With that, I mean, if you're down, that's fine. But you need to get up. That is what is more important. And always, I mean, if you have right friends, right, right <laughs> people around you, you would always know that even if your chips are down, they will always come and pull you up. And more importantly, engage yourself in things that you like. Like for me, I think one of the challenges, biggest challenges was I liked traveling. I liked uh, playing sports and both the things were not allowed initially. Or I would say I couldn't do it. I was never passionate about movies and music and all that. Because I want to travel. So that is the thing that, so, I mean, some people I would say are lucky in that way that they like, uh, I mean, they like uh, music, like they like to watch movies, like Atul sir said, yoga. Yoga can still be done in a very, very mild form under supervision, right? But you can't go and run, right? But you can still do yoga. But obviously, depending on your type of cancer areas where you should not kind of put pressure, so you can still do that. So do things that are medicate. I mean, where you, uh, I mean, which access meditation for you. Now, meditation is a very strong word. A lot of people don't understand. And people will say, Achha, aag ban karke is meditation. No, the answer is not. Answer is how you can focus. Right? You have to shift your focus from uh, negativity towards positivity. And whatever happens, if you have relatives or friends to just talk negative, throw them out of your life. They don't deserve to be in your life. My mom was very strict that even after the surgery, she never allowed any relatives in my place to visit me because I was more vulnerable after the surgery. She said, Bura mante do. Because when people come to your house to visit, Sympathy, bhi karenge, negative, bhi karenge, phir unke liye chai banao, phir unke liye banao, phir wo banao, unko entertain karo. I mean, instead of seeing coming to a relative and 
मेकिंग हिम कंफर्टेबल आप और ज्यादा प्रेशर डालते कुछ अच्छा तो मैंने किया नहीं इन्फेक्शन और दिया है कई लोग आते हैं पता लगे वो बेचारे को जो सर्जरी से आया इन्फेक्शन और दे गए फिर बोलेंगे हम तो आए थे हमें मिलने नहीं दिया बिकॉज पता क्या होते दीज मेंटल दिस अफेक्ट यू मेंटली एंड मोर इंपॉर्टेंटली आपके जो केयर गेवर्स या रिलेटिव होते हैं या आपके इमीडिएट फैमिली मेंबर्स होते हैं कई बार वो भी बोलते हैं यार वो आए हैं तुमने मिल तुम मिले नहीं हो वो नाराज हो गए तो दे ऑल्सो हैव टू दे हैव टू मेक श्योर दैट वो चीज पेशेंट तक तो जाए ही ना एंड दे हैव टू टेक अ कॉल एंड लेट द पेशेंट टेक द कॉल के मुझे इससे मिलना है ये मेरा दोस्त है ये मेरे फैमिली मेंबर है मेरी माथी है मेरा ये है जिनके साथ मैं बहुत क्लोज हूँ I want to talk to them. Let them, let them choose it, rather than anybody and everybody who walks in and family pressure में होता है ना नहीं नहीं वो तो मिलने आए हैं आपसे और तुम मिलने रहे हो ये क्या बदतमीजी है and हमारे यहाँ ये चीज बहुत होती है so you have to see कि आपके लिए priority क्या आपके लिए priority patient है या आपके लिए priority लोगों का egos है ego is the worst thing too ये लोगों का अपना ego satisfy करना answer is no I mean I am very strict about it. I am happy to lose uh, four relatives rather than losing a friend or losing a life. That's how I kind of take it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I will um, request Mehul. Now you can ask him uh, <laughs> smoking and cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so Mehul, I will note it down in my diary first that I have now at least come across one guy. <laughs> Yeah, and said uh, good afternoon, and uh, it's very nice to hear you. And uh, um, yeah, you are very inspiring. Seriously, I'm jealous of you. Who's your cue? Because you can run. My running is not Chhattis ka akara. Pehle bachpan se, even in school, na I was I'm not good at sports. Uh, so uh, school me they used to make uh, the PT sir used to make you run, and I used to. Always fall down like you, you. Car gear ka, ah, pair sprain ho gaya and all. Not in case we do, because I didn't like to run. And then uh, when I came to know that you are you are there and and ask, uh, I think like five five o'clock morning. I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to listen to this guy. Like, how is he running so much? That too after cancer. That's yeah. So uh, no questions. Basically, you answered all those questions. Like you know, uh, I I like the. uh the way you put it that the doctor opened you up and i'm like my god this is so simple like you hold the now or fix kar dela so that really for people uh who are going through this and listening to you that makes them feel uh, I'm, i'm sure it, it makes them feel very cool like oh it's not big deal so <clears throat> i uh, fortunately i did not have to go through major surgeries like you because uh, the chemo worked for me but they had planned to uh, pull out my vocal cord and um i was scared and so i i i relate to all these uh, things that you said and the best part that you uh, that people forget is that the caregivers are very important like yeah of course without them you know you cannot you cannot fight a battle without an army like okay. the caregiver is an is an uh, virtual army like kuch samne nahi aate lekin aapko poster banate aur film ka pura kaam shooting se editing se wohi karte so Yeah, that's that's really important, and I I 
I also do highlight uh, caregivers like you know they they are like Pranabji and so many people in this group as well. So that's important. And the good part, the negative negativity that you should not have around you. That's that's so so important. That <clears throat> uh, that basically you know kills you before you actually die. Like uh, negative people, are boy, 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 bolte and then you also start thinking in the same way. Exactly. Fortunately, I was in the US when my treatment was there, so I did not have any any relatives with me. I could not talk the phone to Thaini, and my wife was my caregiver. We both were here. So she is like a teacher, like both strict. So, um, yeah, but then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to so many people, and I always tell them that keep those negative people. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, think of yourself and what they say, but they keep going in their minds. Certainly, certainly. Yeah, definitely. No questions, you've answered all. And, uh, it's so yeah. great talking to you. We welcome uh, Chase to this healing circle. Uh, oh, he's sitting here. Chase, hi. So we got a yeah. new member in the family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's yawning. <laughs> so my dog, uh, I had a dog earlier and he, he passed away in November. So we are very attached and we adopted one yesterday. So, oh, wonderful. So Raghavar Sone ne diya mujhe, it's new for him, the house is new. Uh, uh, kind of. Yeah, you need to keep on chasing him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I... Yeah. Will... <laughs> the, 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 a dog is better than, you know, negative people. He's always there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I... If you, if you if you read my... If you get a chance to read my book, I've uh, especially written about my dog. And uh, uh-huh. I'm so thankful to him as well. I mean, he played a very big role. I mean, they can't speak, but their gestures, with their gestures, uh-huh. they can... They can tell everything. I mean, he knew that I wasn't well. And I know in the middle of the night, I could see, the, I mean, I could feel that he has come to my room. He just stood on the bed. So I could see that. And, and they, I mean, they are, they are very strong in that sense. No, in fact, uh, from what I have read and I have even seen in, in some articles, like the doctors are uh, training dogs to detect cancer now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they have that high sensitivity and they, they yeah. figure, they tend to, like you said, they don't know that the person is sick or something wrong, he's not in a good mood. So yeah, they are working on dogs to, and uh, in, not in India, I don't know about in India, but in no, the in US. India like I, yeah, but haan, in US and but, Canada, sorry to uh, cut you, wahan pe, wahan pe toh, I have seen that there is healing powers, powers of dogs. So they even yeah, take yeah. some dogs to the different hospitals and people tend to relax by seeing them, the dogs play with the patients and then they come yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Even so in my office, like, that as well. even when I was working from office, uh, they had these, uh, uh, they have a name, I don't know. They have these dogs come in, on, in, the, in the on the floor in your office and you can pat them and play with them and yeah. kind of reduce your stress. So exactly. Periodically, they used to play with these two dogs and they used to play. Even uh, people who cannot see and, you know, these dogs, they, they're especially trained to. Yes. But yeah, we are, we are just going off track, so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it was great uh, shit and I'm, I'm going to keep following you <laughs> on how to run. <laughs> but believe, just believe in one thing, uh, Mihul, don't run for anybody else, run for yourself. 
Yeah. Just compete with your friends. Yeah. You have this thing, then you you don't have to justify anybody in the morning. Oh, oh, yar, I have done two kilometers. Just do it for yourself. It doesn't matter whether you done two hundred meters or two kilometers. It doesn't matter. Yeah. In the yeah. time you are enjoying it, right? It should not become a burden on you. It should not become a pressure on you. Can I say, I have done so many kilometers today. Then you will lose that charm. Yeah. And uh, I've been seeing Mehul's uh, pictures from workout on Facebook, so follow him. <laughs> yeah, I think Mehul and me are connected on Facebook. If I'm not wrong. Uh, um, so, but I've, I think I think I've heard, and and the best thing Mehul can always do is park your car and go five kilometers away. Then, anyways, you will have to come back. So, up to ten will be enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, दो बार चक्कर तो दैट उसका भी एक्सरसाइज और मेरा भी एक्सरसाइज हो जाता बुक So when I thank you, thank you, Rohit. So it was you, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think yeah. No, I can. But very, very valid points. Like I was able to relate to all the points that you spoke about, especially the one of the relatives one. So as far as I mem my memory goes back, I still remember few things. I definitely remember one of them that one of the people didn't like that they were not informed for the surgery personally yeah. through a call. Uh. and that took a lot of trauma and the second was that uh, once what happened i developed infection and it was not getting controlled in the hospital for 5 to 6 days few people came to meet and they created a lot of drama later because they were not asked for food and water in the hospital so these are the things that that and uh, you'll be surprised to know that two of them were doctors even so they were so i doctors so i mean just uh, um, i mean humor side of it jaise koi shaadi hoti hai na usme koi mausa ji hai koi na koi naraz hota hi hai is tarah jo hamare yahan surgery hoti hai aur kisi ko naam batao to bhi kai log naraz hote hai it's very valid <laughs> very very valid thing so yeah when you spoke about the initial symptoms i think yeah that's totally true like even i was diagnosed because i used to play cricket a lot in the childhood i was diagnosed at the age of 11 so because i was a cricket lover and when i fell down during playing cricket and that's why that swelling came up and later it diagnosed to osteosarcoma otherwise it would have never been diagnosed maybe because even i have read that many advanced stages of lung and liver cancers they don't show any symptoms until they reach the advanced stages so i think that's very that's true that's see that is the saddest part of cancer that when the symptoms show up you have reached definitely stage 4 if not 5 and by that time it's like sometimes uh, it it's hard to go back i mean it has uh, there uh, there's metastasis in the body it has spread to multiple organs it has become aggressive and then it becomes and because then it starts to show the signs so that uh, too i still uh, consider myself lucky that god gave the signal 
and my parents were very clear that no, we don't want to leave the investigation in between. Otherwise, things could have been very different. Yeah, yeah. So, do you still play so, uh, cricket, Rohit? No, no. So, I'm not allowed to play athletic and fast-moving activities because my okay. bone is replaced with a metal rod inside or a metal okay. joint prosthesis. Okay. So, if you do any fast-moving activity or if it breaks, then you have to again go for the knee replacement only. You don't have any other option. Okay. A bone can get joined by itself, but a metal thing or any foreign body, if it breaks, you don't have any other option. There. It will not get joined back automatically. So, so, do you play any other kind of sports? Which kind of... I play uh, table tennis. Yeah, I table tennis. Table tennis. Yeah, table tennis I played in college. Then otherwise not sports, not much. Because that thing is all that fear is always there. Because if yeah, I understand. Happens. I mean, yeah. And then you no, might... see, uh, yeah, go ahead, sorry, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I said uh, not only fear, you need to be watchful as well, right? So you yeah, need to exactly. be like in, in my case, earlier I used to run marathons without having even a sip of water. Now, after having one kidney, I carry a small bottle with me and I sip after every like a few hundred meters or maybe a kilometer. Earlier, I should run 42 kilometers yeah. without even having a sip of water. Now, I can't do that. Now, I can't afford to do that. So, yeah. there are certain changes in the lifestyle which you have to get in, but that's fine. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Like the say you mentioned uh, that uh, you get sometimes pain in the body, which is routine, like yeah. Now, for me also, that has been from years because if now anything happens, if any pain, muscular pain also happens, then you have some fears that, you know, yes. it's something wrong. With you related to that. But... Yeah, yeah. So that's something that fears are always there. You can't do anything about that. Yeah, I think that will remain. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. We would still yeah, yeah. link it to it to some or the other way, but that's fine. That's how life it is. Yeah. So, so. you different challenges at different points of time. Yeah. But at that point, then you have to remember that you have to be thankful what what you have. Yes. You might not be having 100% life, but you will, you are, if you are having 70, 80%, I think it is sufficient, like whatever you want to do. So. See, and uh, just to just to add, I think COVID times has actually taught us that what we need uh, to survive are those little things. We don't need those expensive watches, expensive cars. I I yeah. got a very expensive bike myself. It's been parked for the last eight months. <laughs> that's how it is. So that's life. So I mean, it teaches us different things in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. So um. Wow, so many different uh, questions, uh, different themes coming together in today's circle. So I uh, wanted to ask you about the PTSD. So you talked about it and uh, wanted to ask you how to work on it and also what to do to avoid PTSD. What, uh, what PTSD? Sorry, I didn't get So there is a question uh, from someone. Uh, how to work on PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder? And okay. uh, what to do to avoid it? So we all get PTSD after uh, diagnosis, after treatment. So stress to hota hi hai. So I think. Um, uh, so See, I think uh, one of the things which I realize is say we should stop going to the internet first. That is the worst thing to do. Because hum kya karte hain? Rose ek new article padte hain. Jo koi WhatsApp bhejte hain, usko padte hain. And uh, there are so many intelligent people around us, now suddenly they are born when you are kind of get to, because you will receive, start receiving WhatsApps. Oh, oh I found this article, I thought it will be, uh, so you said, I, I thought it will be useful for you, right? So people start doing that. So you need to first disconnect with those people. You need to talk to the right people. 
and uh, one is as i said earlier acceptance is very important you need to accept that it has happened and then you take things one at a time and wo jo har jana gyan deta hai na you have to stay away from those people because see the major stress that is caused is not because not by you because you have got it i think the most stress is because of the people around you so if you get away from those people i think things and i think different people um, react to it in different ways right there would be some people who would be running after different doctors there would be some people who would kind of go in their own shell stop talking to anybody but it's important that you talk to the right people have the right information right and with the and then uh, proceed further instead of going by everything which is available on the internet i mean stop doing that and talk to someone maybe who has had cancer right but even then he should not provide you with a line of treatment i mean there are a lot of people like tomorrow if i say ha main aapko line of treatment bata deta hu then i'm wrong i'm misguiding the person they should not say that i'm not a certified doctor the person may have a similar case like me but that doesn't make us the treatment be same over so people also have to think and you have to be careful sun sabki lo lekin karo wo jo sahi lage i don't know how 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 much i've answered the question but that's how i feel so right so if i have to ask you one last question about uh, your formula of uh, this journey which helped you in uh, surviving uh, in winning this battle so what are the top five things which helped you when you were going through this journey and what advice uh, the same way well i think in that case then everybody should read my book and i and i will not tell you five i will tell you six six <laughs> yeah. and i believe in very simple things so people from the corporate uh, like we use this thing very we use a principle called kiss now kiss means keep it simple stupid so we don't want to complicate things like even if you see like this concept came from website designing so when you design a website or a, a web page you always say keep things very simple right so in your life as well keep things very simple and that is what i have talked about six simple things how i fought cancer and it is not rocket science it is something that uh, we guys know about it but the problem is we don't practice it or we forget those things when we get into a very difficult situation so that's it thank you so i'm sure it was a it's a wonderful experience hearing your journey uh, living with one kidney or uh, running marathon writing book inspiring other people uh, helping ngos helping cancer patients who are in need and many other wonderful things which you have done and which you are doing it's a pleasure to have you with us and uh, uh, learning from your experience your journey and i just uh, pasted the principle of this what you shared throw away negative people from your life uh, do things you like cancer itself says i can talk to other survivors and seek help and this is the beauty of the healing circles where we talk to other survivors we talk to other winners who have gone through the journey and we have wonderful uh, things to learn from them and how can we spread the word around to help so many other people who are going through the similar journey because they all are lost and uh, nobody we don't, nobody uh, of course in the beginning we don't know how to how to um, live in this whole new world of cancer we learn with our own experience we 
do a lot of research read books talk to other people and the best person to talk to is uh, somebody who has gone through the similar type of cancer so which will give you a lot of good knowledge and experience and learnings and that's where you know um, so this whole space why we host the healing circles every sundays because of uh, all of you and many other people who who um, get inspiration from all of you get motivation and then they get a guidance ki okay hame abhi aage kya karna hai so really uh, it's my humble it's my uh, pleasure to host this space for, with all of you and uh, if uh, the entire purpose of lovels cancer and zononcoro.io is to guide patients on the right path of their treatment because we know that it takes a lot of time to really understand this disease and some people uh, everybody has different will power different family support like you had great family support but not everybody has that um financial resources are different sabke paas nahi hota hai treatment ka paisa uh different people have different needs so sabka har ek journey mein cancer mein bhi har ek journey mein unka every month they need changes and that's why we created these two ventures to help people going through that journey uh treatment ka cost kaise kam kare so we guide patients on that ki aapka कीमोथेरेपी ड्रग्स को कैसे कॉस्ट हम उसका कम कर सकते हैं या फिर एंटी कैंसर फूड्स कैसे हेल्प करेगा आपको या फिर आपको यू नो लाइक यू ऑलरेडी सेट दैट कैंसर इंडस्ट्रीज हाउ कैन यू नो लाइक इफ समथिंग इज कॉस्टली हियर डू यू नो अबाउट दिस टेन थिंग्स व्हिच इज नॉट कॉस्टली फॉर यू सो दैट्स वेल वी गाइड पेशेंट्स के अच्छा आप यहाँ नहीं यहाँ चले जाइए और आपको इसमें बहुत हेल्प रहेगा सो येस्टर आई वॉज टॉकिंग टू समबडी एंड देन सो ब्रदर हैड लास्ट इज लिवर कैंसर somebody had connected me to them and i was talking to brother we always talk to caregivers most because patients are not always in mood and uh, condition to talk so he said that um, uh, if you can you know uh, he said uh, you can understand what pain we all go through when we go through cancer journey uh, financially also physically also emotionally and morally also so if you can help me in any other thing that will be great i was like okay i'll try and then i asked yeah, okay are you taking cancer uh, drugs right now the chemotherapy medicines basically he said ki it's going to start maybe next week immunotherapy but right now i'm doing scans and it is costing me 16000 i said from where you are doing and he said one particular place in delhi a hospital and i said no it is available at the at 12000 or 11000 at this place so please go there so uh, he was like ki, oh ye to mujhe pata hi nahi tha and he was like let me check with my doctor if i'm allowed to do that because of course we know why doctors will not say you to do a scans from outside and i was like uh, try this but uh, i am not sure if your doctor will permit this so um, he also knew about these things but so he tried and then doctor so it was not uh, 16000 before it was 24000 so doctor said ki i will not accept outside report but what i can do for you he asked ki bar kitne mein mil raha and he said ki 12 mein doctor ne bola main aapke liye 24 se 16 kar sakta hu and that's what he did so i mean uh, so that's where uh, a role comes in where we guide them to the right hospital right doctor right scans how can we reduce the overall cost of the treatment for them because they are already going through a lot or maybe providing chemotherapy drugs at low price and these beautiful healing circles which you all are a part of so i'm sure uh, and like pranav ji rightly mentioned in one of the chat that uh, cancer treatment is very expensive how can we reduce the cost of treatment so um, uh, this is i think the small small steps we can take to help them in their journey emotionally you all are there always so i recently requested mehul that can you please help this friend who is going through this and he want so there is my friend who is a 30 year old going through last stage uh, aggressive cancer and doctors are not giving much hope uh and he won't talk to me about this he's even scared to come to healing circle 
circles because he think that we talk about cancer and scary things. I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> so do join. He was like, no, I'm too scared to come there. So uh, then I like, you know, maybe because Mehul has already um, come over stage four cancer. There. So uh, I'm sure if, you know, you two get along with each other, it will really going to help him. So thank you everyone for providing your support. Pranabji who is helping palliative care patients in his own ways. He lost his wife to colon cancer a few years ago. He has dedicated his life to help other cancer patients. Atulji is a three-time cancer winner, dedicated, um, I would say, this victory to his wife. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rohit is um, again a winner and uh, many other people. So thank you each one of you for making this space a wonderful space and be always there for each other and other lots of cancer patients who need you. So uh, thank you once again. Yeah. So, and thanks to that for joining thank us. Thank you very much for inviting me. I think a wonderful session. I feel so honored to be a part of uh, this. And uh, we will definitely connect uh, more again and again. Definitely. And uh, I mean, uh, all my details are, are available. If there is any help that I can, I am based out of Delhi. And uh, if there is any help or guidance I can uh, do for any kind of uh, person or please feel free to share my credentials my email address my phone number everything is available i am uh, definitely i mean with my corporate life i may not be able to respond immediately on whatsapp but maybe few hours or i would definitely do that and this always is on priority for me so i can say i can be of any help please don't hesitate at all thank you so much and thank you again everyone uh we'll see you in next sunday in settle talks thanks a lot bye bye Okay, thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye. Thank you.